When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back. It is the uh, Don and Steve show on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. Donna Valentine is on a road trip, taking a couple days off. Don McLean sitting in for her. Hello, Don. Hi. Uh, Hope is producing as well. Yes. I'm watching the David Blaine. <laughs> All right, everybody, Sam. listen. We're not going to talk about music at this moment. Oh, Normally we would. Here's what's happening. In fact, I have a listener. If you want to play along my talk style, um, I have a, a listener who had just said that she is watching on mute on YouTube, awaiting our commentary. Oh so here's what's happening. David Blaine right now, and this is a live stunt that he is doing in uh, in Arizona, and it's called Ascension. And currently, he is floating attached to a bunch of weather balloons. So he looks like just a person who is holding balloons and has flown up into the sky. He's north of 5,000 feet right now, which means for for what he would like to accomplish... He's only one-fifth of the way there. His goal is to get to 25,000 feet. What's really cool about how they're doing it is you hear all of the aspects. So right now, he's talking uh, to his daughter, who is oh, on the ground, oh, yes. and she is talking on headset to her dad, who's nearly 6,000 feet in the sky. Now, he has this communication back and forth with all of the team of experts that he has on the ground and so it's cute you heard her saying can my dad hear you and he was like yeah i'm talking to your dad right now and then he ended up giving her the headset which is really cool now the the communication is key i heard them talking beforehand and they said david at some point we could go no com meaning we just lose all communication with you and at that point you just you got to focus on what we have already talked about here but Imagine a scene from the Pixar movie Up, Mm -hmm. where they have all the balloons and then they just end up breaking through the house and floating up. It's that, but in real life. Now, what's interesting about this batch of weather balloons that they have is they are uh, GoPros that are rigged up to it. So what's fascinating about it is you can actually, and they'll occasionally take the camera, right now they're doing it, of David Blaine holding on to these balloons in the sky uh, in the sky with the earth distantly below him he said during the break uh it feels like i'm not even on earth right now it feels like i'm like oh, like hovering over a planet essentially some other planet it's really really remarkable and what'll be interesting is as he continues to go up to 25,000 feet what happens does his speech get slower he probably has to start <clears throat> preserving oxygen as he gets higher right don oh he wouldn't one two. Oh my gosh! Yeah, absolutely. Because like when you're at twelve thousand feet, do you when when you've skydived many times? When you are at twelve thousand feet, where they want you to jump from, 
Do you have to have oxygen in the plane as you go up? No. Or are you there at a low enough altitude? No, you're there at a low enough altitude. Uh, okay. there, we're, we're supposed to, I'm in, or was in an advanced free fall program. So okay. AFF, you um, you jump out at 12,000, but sometimes the pilot would go to 14. But oh, above that, awesome. you really can't go up there without oxygen. Yeah. It's it's really crazy. So uh, my kids are watching it downstairs, and they're like, "Dad, oh, he's, are they he's, screaming?" He's finally going. They were just excited that he was finally about to take off. What was so crazy is before Don. I don't know if you saw this, but before he launched into the sky, uh, they had to carry him from a platform where they got him connected to the balloons, uh-huh. and he's very well connected. There's harnesses and there's all sorts of things that are connecting him. He's at sixty five hundred feet right now, by the way. But they needed to take him from the prep platform to the launch space. And it was really cool because he talked to his daughter and then he handed her the the five pound weight that he needed to hand in order for the balloons to start going up. Because they have this very specifically weighted and mapped yes, out. Yes, I've noticed he of... keeps dropping weight too. Yeah, and they'll tell him in his ear, all right, it's time for you to drop another. This is a safe drop zone as they're, again, just over the uh, the desert and mountains in Arizona. But he handed her the last five-pound weight that he needed to before he would start to ascend. And then he just started going up. And it's just really, really crazy. Now, I I, I don't know if... I don't think he yet has put the, the parachute on. If, if, no. if this is going the same way that he was planning on when he was doing interviews last week... Now, it looks like he's trying to get the parachute set up right now. Okay, so he just pulled something out of his sleeve and he pulled so it's like a, a, a oh and he just dropped it whatever that was hope he didn't need it he appears not to be panicking because <laughs> yeah, that's gone now okay so whatever that was that's gone his his goal when he was doing press for this was to not have the parachute on him at the beginning but to have to reach up at some point to get the parachute and he thought i mean it's an added degree of difficulty to be sure but he just thought it would preserve the visual of just a guy holding onto balloons and floating away a little bit more. So, okay, now this is not great. Now he's got a, a, a rope from one of the balloons in his mouth, Don. Are you seeing this? I he's am now seeing just... it. And now in the chat also, I would like okay. to point out that a lot of people were saying fake arm, mm. fake hand, mm. because yeah. they said, I cannot, his arm is not moving. He had just moved his arm for the he first time. I was going back in the feed to see if they cut away at the moment where he grabs the balloon, because I thought that could be the trick. You know, or, sure. or part of the trick, but he just moved it away and he's harnessed in any way. So that is not, that is not an issue. Oh, you know, and I'm so, oh, he's pulling down the parachute right now. Do you oh, see I this? Oh, I see it up there. Oh so, my God. Okay. So, so this nervous. is how he's doing it. So again, David Blaine is about 7,000 feet in the <gasps> sky right now, connected to balloons. He is now pulling a rope. Imagine if you were doing a rope climb, he's doing that. And then the reverse is <gasps> happening. There's a parachute bag that is coming down to him. This is the critical point of this entire stunt because he has got to get this parachute out and he has got to somehow safely get it onto his body. And if this drops, but that is a problem. Because it's attached. I see that it's attached by, uh, but this is no, but I mean like when he gets it out of that though, something just dropped. I don't know what that was. I think it was the bag that the parachute is in and that is a small parachute. Okay. Yes. And so you're right. So the parachute is attached rigged so that I guess he'll be able to get it onto his body and then he can detach that fastener cord yeah. that is connected to the rest of the balloons. If you're just joining us and wondering, hey, usually they talk about music here. Um, we're giving you a little play-by-play of David Blaine's latest live mm. stunt 
and it is called Ascension, and it is uh, it's him over the Arizona desert and mountains holding on to a bunch of weather balloons fastened to them, and his goal is to get up to 25,000 feet, which is an insane height for not having oxygen, and then he will skydive down from there. He will somehow detach and then hit a free fall and skydive, and uh, they've watched the wind all morning long. At one point, they came over to him, and they said, hey, the wind just changed, and we need to get this moving by, and then they mentioned a specific time. He's now 8,000 feet in the air. It is quite the visual. I see him getting his leg straps. Yes. Um, He is, uh uh-huh, now he's strapping his left leg. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Well, isn't it Uh, funny, too, that people were saying (laughs) fake arm, fake leg, and then he starts moving them and actually using them to fasten on. He now has the the parachute, for the most part, seems to be hooked on. It's over his shoulders now. He's just latching it to the part of the harness. You know, the groin harness part? Yeah, that's real comfortable. I mean, it really Mm -hmm. gets up in your crotch, doesn't it? It sure does. You've got to have that thing tied up there, though. And uh, he's he's getting his legs fastened in tightly. So uh, what we'll do is... We'll keep, we don't know how long it's going to last. There's a helicopter behind him, by the way. I tell that helicopter, hey, man, a little could you distance. back Because that's causing a little bit of a wind here. I don't know if you notice I don't have propellers. I'm just on balloons right now. But there's it's creating these amazing visuals, though, because it's David Blaine in the sky, a helicopter behind him, the beautiful Arizona landscape all around him. It just, it just I wonder looks, if his heart is pounding right now because mine is. You know, I bet not, though. Yeah. Only because he's done all of this training and he's to so, slow his heart rate down. Yeah, he's so good at calming himself. It's like a part of doing these stunts. But wow. I will say beforehand, you heard him saying, can you triple check that, double check that? Hey, tell me one more time what's going to... So this sort of access, as opposed to it just happening on network television, you get different access when it's on YouTube. So if you want to do double screen, don't tune away from us, but if you want to pull up a different screen on YouTube and throw it down to mute, we will give you a little more play-by-play as he gets higher into the sky. Uh, so yeah. we'll, we'll, uh, we will keep you up to date on what is happening with David Blaine and this insane Ascension live stunt that he is doing. And then if we have time, we will also get into, after the break, friendship lamps. What in the oh. holy hell are friendship lamps? You're going to love it. I can't okay, wait to we'll tell find you about out. it. It's coming up next on Don and Steve on My Talk. Welcome back. It's Donna, Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Don McLean in for a vacationing Donna Valentine today. Hope Slucer is producing, and David Blaine is currently flying above the Arizona <laughs> desert. He is performing a live stunt. It is called Ascension. And what's really bizarre about it um, is that he's he's like talking through it all, and he's mm-hmm. cha- he just changed an altimeter, which measures the altitude at which you're at. Mm-hmm. And he changed it. He had to get another one out of his right pocket because the <laughs> left wrist start, stopped working. So then he pulled it out, and then he put it on his right wrist. And they said, all right, only use the one on your right wrist. And they said, okay, well, in that case, let me change it. And then there he is just like changing jewelry and watches 10,000, 11,000 feet in the air. So he is, uh, he's going up at 500 feet uh, per minute right now. And his goal that he hopes for is at least 18,000, but his real goal is 25,000 because he said that's pretty much at what Mount Everest is. And so the idea <laughs> of being able to get up there that quickly in a span of what, about a half an hour, just feels really great. 52 helium it balloons. It feels above really him. great. Oh. 
God. How do you feel uh, watching this, Don? Because what's interesting is you you have skydived, and yeah. so you have much less fear of free fall and, and, and heights mm-hmm. than most people do. But how do you feel watching this? How do I feel? Um, it makes me um, a little bit jealous. I feel I mm-hmm. haven't done a, a skydive for a very long time, and I, you know, it's just exhilarating. Um, I just, yeah, it's... It's just amazing. So this is the altitude, if you're watching it right now, where I would normally be almost jumping out, just a so little he, bit higher than this. So he's at 12,300 feet right now. Oh, yep. That's a, yep, around And that's, that's a target zone for a skydive. Yeah. So what you, I, if you're doing free fall, if you're doing static oh. line, which is just um, where you jump out and uh, it's how military people jump, that's at about, well, it depends, but about 6,000 feet. So they just jump out and they're attached to a line. And once they jump out, it deploys their parachute immediately. Wow. And that's static line jumping. I wanted to do acrobatics and learn all of that business. Yeah. So I (laughs) would jump out and I would be tested. So I had a teacher, um, a jump master. He jumps out with me and he is watching me and flying next to me the whole time. And then I had a series of things that I had to do. Like I have to barrel roll left. I have to barrel roll right. I have to track, which is flying forward, putting your arms back like you're flying like Superman, 180 degrees. You check your altimeter. Then you turn I mean, it was just complicated towards the end where I had like 12 moves that I had to do in a span of a minute and a half or whatever where I'm free falling to about 6,000 feet where I would pull my parachute. When you pull a parachute when you're skydiving, what is that sensation like? Does it give you whiplash like you, you would get on like a roller <laughs> yeah. coaster? Well, it depends on how who packed your parachute and how well they packed it. Oh, really? Because, yeah. I mean, if if it's a great if the person that packed it is very experienced and great and they packed it correctly, you won't get you automatically your body jerks, of course. Sure. I mean, you're going you're flying at you're falling at one hundred and twenty miles an hour. And no, all of a you're sudden, not. You're, yes. And then you're being. Yeah. For about oh a minute my. and a half. Two oh, minutes. my yeah. sweet Lord. And you're flipping and turning. You know, it's just so much fun. I used to be kind of fun guys well let me ask you what's the what's the uh i I totally believe this because again your linkedin is the most chaptered linkedin of any of ours the things that you have done is just it's amazing what's the what's the part of skydiving that Mm -hmm. you look back on and enjoy more is it the minute and a half free fall yes or is it the the slow descent once the parachute opens you realize you're more or less alive it's so quiet up there yeah it's so amazing you just don't don't experience that kind of quiet I enjoy the acrobatics and the free fall. Um, uh, that's what's addicting to me. I'm not really great at flying my parachute. And like you would have a walkie talkie on and down on the ground in the drop zone. Okay. They would talk to you once you get, you know, pull your parachute. And I, I really. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Album, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Like, you know, that part wasn't that great. Some people love to, like, do turns and all kinds of crazy, which I did that. Like, you can whip yourself around and stuff. Sure. Um, but they're like... You know, as far as landing and landing on my feet, you know, um, there were a couple times where I'm like, they're, my my teachers would be like, you're going to break your ankle. <laughs> like, because before I would get to the, you're when you're about eight feet up, you put your brakes on and there's a little flag down there to sort of indicate, because it's hard to know your depth perception. We're not used to looking down at sure. that kind of depth or even judging it. So there's a flag up there and you try, you pull it and then, but I would always start running with my feet before they touch the ground. Oh. It was like a little gazelle oh. with his legs in the air. <laughs> and my teachers would be like, you're going to break your ankle. And I'm like, oh, no. I don't know when to step. It's hard to see when the ground is coming <laughs> and perfectly do that. So there were times whenever I would step a few steps and then face plant, you know, oh, no way. which is kind of embarrassing. But there's so many other things that you could do to. But I do know people that have broken their leg and oh, no. break, broken their foot. It was there was a guy I was training with at the time that broke his foot. This so. reminds me of I, I had a uh, an overweight pug boo God rest her soul and she yeah. she would swim and uh-huh. when she when you would lift her then out of the water yes. her paws would keep going exactly forward yeah pew, 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 pew. yeah and, and so it's kind of like that's what you were doing but before you landed just because you wanted your feet to be in the motion of like all right I'm yeah ready to you're stop. like Where's I'm the ground? ready the ground? to yep let's get it going here but I really do um, think that this is. This is pretty crazy because I noticed that that parachute, he's probably a really, I would say, a good skydiver because this guy just would be somebody who is, do you know that? Well, I, I, David Blaine has done, I believe, about 500, 500 jumps, um, jumps oh. in the last year. Oh, of course. So he crammed it all now and just it's went. Like he could be a teacher. He had to get a certain amount in, in or, because technically what you're seeing as David Blaine floats do, doing this live stunt uh-huh. um, called Ascension, he is a licensed pilot because technically these balloons are considered an aircraft. <laughs> And so he had to be licensed as a pilot. So in the same way that, let's say, you know, someone would have to, like, check in with air traffic control if they were flying a a little prop plane or something like that. In the same way, he has to get clearance today before he floats in the sky. What's really wild about some of these wide shots that they're doing as he floats over the air. He's really trucking along right now. It looks like he's moving so fast from left to right. You see the horizon behind him. And it just looks like he's motoring. Last I saw, he was north of 13,000 feet. Again, he's about halfway to his goal. So we will uh, check back in on that as it all goes down. David Blaine doing his uh, first live stunt in, I believe, more than a decade. It's called Ascension. Meanwhile, are we going to play after the break? Yeah, we can. Hope is actually going to be Donna Valentine since I know all the questions. (laughs) Wonderful. It's the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's me versus Hope. And uh, we'll take a caller. Sure, why not? 651-641-1071. You can bet on me or bet on Hope, and you will win a prize. That's next on Donna Steve on my talk. Welcome back. It's Donna and Steve. It's my talk 1071. Everything... Entertainment, a pretty normal Wednesday for most of us, not for David Blaine. He's currently about 17,000 feet above the Arizona desert floor. Uh, He just, it's it's a stunt he's doing called Ascension. 
And uh, he just finished talking with his daughter, and his daughter was saying, how many feet do you think you're going to go up, Daddy? And it's really cute. And he was like, remember when we had a, you stayed in Finland in that ice hotel? And it's this really sweet moment. And then David Blaine starts going, yeah. So that's yeah. part of his breathing technique that we saw before he did this stunt where he showed people oh. how he sort of prepares his body to go into oxygen deprivation. And he told her, okay, honey, it's time to focus now. I've got to go. Shut up. And then Leave she said, alone. I'm about to pass out. She, yeah, honey, I'm about to black out and uh, <laughs> uh, just floating up in the sky. But he said he's going up into Class A airspace uh, where airplanes would fly. And so this is where they start going higher. So anyway, we'll keep you up to date on that. Meanwhile, shall we play a game? Yes, let's, let's play it. it. Oh, is there a open for this i can't remember the college of pop oh somewhere. yeah i don't, I don't know the, where it is so sorry about that the, the college of pop culture knowledge it's time to play so today it's a special edition of this game don because you of course work with finnick odair our game maker from the hunger games rocco and uh you guys come up with these questions then you host this show today hope i called you out yesterday on the air i said i'm gonna take this girl down Oh, my gosh. You know what? I found it. Here we go. Time to go to college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, Don McLean. Here we go. I want to see how smart you are. This feels so much more comfortable doing it this way. Welcome to the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. With a score of 65 for Steve and 52 for Donna Valentine. Hope, of course, is filling in for Donna today. We're playing the College of Pop Culture Knowledge, a game we play every day here on the Don and Steve Show. And we have Justin on the line. Let's welcome Justin. How are you today? I'm good. How are you guys doing? Good. Where are you calling from? I'm in Uptown today. Uptown, population of 21,800 in 2007. So it's probably grown. Are you feeling that pressure, Justin? Do you feel like more and more people are moving to Uptown? <laughs> no, I feel like more and more people are moving out of Uptown. Okay. All right. That might, might be kind of nice sometimes. Okay. Now, if you had to eat the same thing every day for the rest of your life, what would that be? Tacos. Tacos. Yeah. yeah. Okay, now yeah. you will win a My Talk t shirt in the size of your choosing. If you win today, uh, the topic today and the College of Pop Culture Knowledge, if I have everyone's attention, Justin, yes. Hope, Steve, the topic today is songs with California in the title. Okay. I lived in California. Come on, man. Okay. So, Justin, it comes down to you. Who do you think knows more about songs with California in the title? Hope, who seems very confident. Yes. Or Steve. I'm going with my boy Steve today. Come on, Going with Steve. Okay. That means that you have to leave the room, Hope. Okay. I'm leaving now. Yeah, and I will call for you to come back in. And then uh, we'll get started here with them. Uh, just to remind you, Justin, keep quiet in the background while we talk to Steve and ask him the questions. And then at the end, we will ask you if you want to change any of the answers. Got it? Got it. Okay. Is everybody ready? Once again, songs with California in the title. Three for three. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, Steve, the timer will start after I ask the first question. Okay. Number one, Led Zeppelin song that starts... With the lines, spent my days with a woman, unkind, smoked my stuff, and drank all my wine. All right, tough start. Let's pass on that. That is loud, and I can't change it. Question two. 1990s. I'm going to turn it off. 1996, (laughs) Tupac and Dr. Dre hit 
Yes, California Love. Okay. And question three, 1977 Grammy Song of the Year with Don Henley on drums and lead vocals. Mm. Cal- Don Henley. Oh, oh, ho- Hotel California. Excuse me. Okay. Um, that first one, let's say California Woman. And, the, and now I'll have to go to Justin as a lifeline. Okay, really all right. Struggling. Well, the time, the music is done now. I was watching okay. the little thing. Okay. So we're going to have to go to Justin. Do you number number one? Because he did not have an answer for that. Led Zeppelin. Led no. Zeppelin's song that starts with the lines, spent my days with a woman unkind, smoked my stuff, and drank all my wine. Unfortunately, I just found out who Led Zeppelin was, so I can't even help you. Oh, oh my gosh, nice. Justin. Have you listened to any of their stuff, Justin? Are you enjoying it? I, I am enjoying it, actually. I mean, I'm trying to broaden my music horizon, so oh, yeah, we'll, we'll get there songs next like- Cashmere's uh, Ramble Black On. Dog. Uh, Black Dog, yes. Yeah. Okay, um, so you said... Sa- while you go get... Um, yeah, hope, I'll go get her. I'll play Led Zeppelin. Okay. Stairway to Heaven. This is for you, Justin. Now, what's great about Stairway to Heaven is it starts so slow like this, and by the end, it has such a killer uh, like guitar solo. It's just awesome. Okay. okay. Hope is back in the room. Steve is playing some uh, Led Zeppelin right now. All right, Hope. That might apply. Okay. Mm. okay. All right, here we go. <laughs> Songs with California and the title. The timer will start after I ask the first question, uh, and it is a little loud, <laughs> the the think music here, so sure. turn it down. I'll turn it down. Yeah, you don't know that because you weren't in the room, but okay. <laughs> All right, uh, are you ready to go? The timer mm. will start after I ask the first question. I'm okay? ready. All right. Okay. Oh, good. I love that confidence. Here we go. <laughs> Number one. Fake. Led Zeppelin, Led Zeppelin song that starts with the lines, spent my days with the woman unkind, smoked my stuff, and drank my wine. Pass. Okay. Turn that music down a little bit. 1996, Tupac and Dr. Dre hit. Oh, I pass. Okay. (laughs) Question three, 1977 Grammy song of the year with Don Henley on drums and lead vocals. Songs with California in the title. Pass. Right. Okay, you have seven more seconds. Did uh, you think of any answers? No, because the ones I'm thinking of are not any of those. Oh, my so, gosh. Hope, this which is exactly ones were in your me. Head? Like, like Californication by Red Hot Chili Yes, Peppers. that would be the very first one I thought I would get at, or it'd be... Yeah. One of them, at least. California and... Girls, Katy Perry. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I'm like, um. Yeah. Okay. Those years are years are a little out of my league. So the way I have played the game is that I'm screaming the whole time and I never get any answers. So don't feel <laughs> bad because I'm in such a panic. I just yell out things that don't even apply. Well, wait a minute. Who's to say that Hope even lost? Let's go to the official <laughs> results. Maybe maybe okay. it's a tie. Okay. Let's oh. see here. She said pass on all three. <laughs> Steve didn't have an answer for the first one. The Led Zeppelin song with those what lines is, is going to California. Oh, okay. Gee, I don't even know that. Yeah. Question okay. number two, 1996, Tupac and Dr. Dre hit. Steve said California Love. That's the answer. Oh, okay. Okay. 1977, Grammy song, song of the year with Don Henley on drums and lead vocals. Steve, Cal- uh, Hotel California. Uh, and that was the answer. So I'm sorry. You did okay. not win. <laughs> but good news for Justin. Yeah. He put his money in the right place. All right, Justin. Talk t-shirt and hope we'll get your information in just a second. Okay, so hold on. Hey, Justin, hold on. We love you, Justin. Oh, he already did. Okay. We love you, man. <laughs> oh my god. You're my best friend. Okay, back to David Blaine. 
So David Blaine, let me give you everybody half. Because I can't here. do anything else. I mean, we're gonna yeah. have to just move everything we planned today. Oh yeah, to, to tomorrow. tomorrow because this is so captivating. You and, can you find know, it on YouTube, David Blaine Ascension. It's a live feed, and it's it's the first of its kind. He hasn't done anything like this um, in years where he where he does a live stunt like this. Things that David Blaine has done before include being um, buried alive. Uh, underwater, spent like 73 hours in in like ice just to prove because he's trying to prove what the human body can do because some of his stuff is sleight of hand. Pick a card, any card, that kind of a thing. But others, he just wants to show you what a human body is capable of if pushed to the limits. Now, I will say this right now, and I'm not taking anything away from him. But he is sucking in oxygen right now. So he, he, he he's, and it's not like a full over the nose sort of a situation, but it looks like something that maybe if his oxygen gets to a certain point, he's then able to breathe in more oxygen so that he doesn't no, black out you know on what? the way up. Somebody said NOS, not oxygen. Oh, okay. So wonder what that, nitrous oxide? NOS. NOS. We're just Maybe discovering that's... this with you right here. Uh, but he's taking puffs of that. Okay, so if it's not oxygen, then I, I suppose that keeps the... Uh, I mean, everything he's doing is is very, very risky and death-defying and all of that, to be sure. He's trying to get up to 25,000 feet. That was his stated goal. Um, I heard him do a podcast interview, and he said 25,000 feet was what he hoped to get to. But it's really crazy. So if you have a second device around you you know you can pull it up on the laptop and a different screen or something like that you can listen to us and you can yeah, watch it's really not probably a lot to... no it's just him really talking now with the crew down on the ground he's at twenty one thousand five hundred feet right now which means he's getting pretty darn close to his stated goal of twenty five thousand feet which is essentially the height of mount everest imagine instead of it taking you weeks to get up there Instead, you do it in a span of about 45 minutes. And then he will detach from the balloons, skydive down to the ground. What's cool about how they've done this is they have shown you all of the buildup. You could argue that takes away a bit of the mystique because sometimes the less you know as an audience, the more intriguing it is. But with this being a YouTube production, not like an ABC special, They've been on for two hours and 40 minutes now. They've shown you all of the buildup. He has a GoPro right now that he's pointing down and I think showing you where he's hoping oh, uh, to land whenever he gets down there. That's my problem with this. I'm like, you, what if you're landing on the side of a mountain? Because, you know, it looks flatter than it yes. is. You know, yeah, the lacks dimension right from where he is to be sure. So they said, of course, avoid pavement. That should not be a problem for him. He's at 22,000 feet now. So there's just a few thousand more feet to go. So uh, what we'll do is we do have a few tips that we might get to maybe after the break. But we think <laughs> that when we return, David Blaine will probably be nearing the skydive portion yeah. uh, of this crazy stunt called Ascension. So uh, we'll get into that. And then we do have some products that some folks say might be overrated. If we get to that, we get to that. Let's yeah, just see if David Blaine survives. You, yeah, we could give you a tip on how to ascend into the air. With balloons. That's now, probably what it's going to be. Let's be honest. That's ultimately what it's going to be. More <laughs> David Blaine. He's live 22,000 feet in the air. Uh, we're coming right back. It's Don and Steve on my talk. As I speak, I'm watching a little dot in the sky, which is David Blaine skydiving 
after having held onto balloons and gone up 24,900 feet in the sky. He just, uh, he just deployed his parachute. Just deployed his parachute. And now you're seeing like a view. He's doing this live stunt called Ascension. You're seeing his view as he's looking at the earth and trying to navigate where exactly he's going to land. You know what's going to eat him up, Don? What? He wanted to get to 25,000 feet. And the last thing that his command said, they were saying, all right, you're good whenever. And I was like, you guys need to give him another height update because he really wants to get to 25,000. And then he's about to go. And they say, oh, he's about to go. And then you hear the guy say, just wait 200 more feet, 200, because he was at 24.9 and he could have got to 25,000. Oh, he didn't do it. And to my knowledge, oh. he he did not do that. Now, maybe there will be a different story later. Maybe he will have gotten up to uh, 25,000 feet. But now he's parachuting. That free fall lasted for a long time, it seemed. <laughs> yeah. They wanted him to deploy his parachute at, uh, at 7,000 feet instead okay. of 5,000. I don't know why that was. But now he's flying down and all you hear... Is wind. wind flapping. The, yeah. The the uh the temperature that he was at, it started he's in Arizona, so it started mm-hmm. and it was whatever, seventy degrees. And when he got up to twenty four thousand nine hundred mm-hmm. feet, it was one degree. Yeah, I was gonna say it gets really cold up there. Really, really mm-hmm. cold. And he was I that that he was taking, I guess it was NOS, which is like nitric os, nitric oxide. Yeah, laughing nitrous gas. oxide, excuse me, which is laughing gas essentially. Um and now he's parachuting, and now he's got to stick the landing here. So this is David Blaine's first live stunt that he has done in over a decade. And what's unique about this is he's been talking with his daughter, his young daughter, who's been on the ground and there with him. And she was talking with him as he was at about sixteen or 17,000 feet, and they were having a really cute chat. And he said, i got to focus now. It's time to go. And then she jumped off the headset, and he was just hearing from a skydiving expert and even up there, at one point, the skydiving expert is saying, hey, David, I need you to get your, uh, you, you need to focus on uh, doing this. And you hear him take out the nit- the nitrous oxide and uh-huh. say, I need to get my right foot loose for like these tense conversations mm-hmm. of like, I'm trying, but I am floating in the sky. <laughs> yeah. I'm doing all I can. So the ground is coming in. Don, uh, as, as we watch this, this is mm-hmm. on YouTube and boy, it looks like he's moving fast. Um, can you explain what the process of landing since you've skydived? His parachute is deployed. How do you yeah. land gracefully or without breaking legs? Oh, my gosh. Well, it depends on how fast the wind speeds are. I am not um, allowed to skydive over 18 miles per hour. You can't. Okay. I can't go up because I don't have a license to do that. You have to have you have like an A, B and C license. And I just oh, okay. have an A. So anyway, uh, or I actually don't have an A yet. I was right to do uh, about to do my test. Uh, before I couldn't anymore. So eventually in my life, I hope to get back to that. But uh, what I see is happening right now, it's so it's so interesting about skydiving is that you think uh, actually wind changes direction all the time up there. Like you, as you noticed, his balloons were floating one way and then they floated another. That's because it looks like he's, it's almost still, it almost looks like he's being lifted up a little bit too. Does that ever happen? If the wind is high enough, do you (laughs) sort of bob a little bit? Uh, You can start, yeah, you can start floating up again. You can start floating. I mean, sometimes a descent, depending on the winds, it's, it's slower, it's faster. It just depends on the winds. Honestly, some people can start floating miles away. Like, look, he's floating up right now. Right. And so this might take a very long time for him to get down to the ground. I'm so much more confident knowing you told me that he has 500 jumps. That's basically like you can start teaching at that point. I mean, if you have the right training. But here, see how the wind is really 
shifting and changing. Boy, this is really riveting radio to hear somebody describe something that you can't see. But you <laughs> it's can like actually, old timey. You can actually go back to this. I mean, he's yes. really picking up speed now. You can go back and watch this whole thing. They'll have it on this channel so they can get more and more views and I'm I'm seeing he's it's hard to get to perspective. It is, yeah, because the, you know they have all these cameras set up. They have helicopters, they have drones, and yeah, you can't tell like is he getting near the ground there or not. He it's is. amazing though when they pull back, it looks like he's really getting close. I'm, and, never, but it looks like he's going very fast right now. I've never on this parachute. done a skydive over this kind of terrain, so it's hard for me to tell if those are bushes or trees. You know what I mean? Here he's right. about to. He is about to stick it right now. He just landed, and he didn't fall. And he didn't fall. Yes. Oh, you're a few seconds ahead of me. Oh, I feel like a oh, dummy. Oh, sorry. I just ruined it like no. a movie. No, that's good. Oh, he lives. So, that's good. So I just happy. want him to live. He's exhilarated. Oh. Oh, yes, and he's coming. Oh, yeah. Man. Wow. Oh, man. Oh, and he's... St- oh, boy, that's a good landing. He, yeah, he really, really was running the landing. To do it. Yeah, that's great. Takes oh a lot my of practice gosh. to do that. Oh, he's so excited. Oh, that's got to feel so fantastic. Consider the year's worth of prep that went into just this one stunt. I mean, is really, really remarkable. Wow. Oh my gosh. Can you imagine? I would be, if I were his kids, I'd be crying right now. See, boy, just... and he just seems like he's just fully with it. He's He's like fully coherent, smiling. This is a guy, though, David Blaine, who what sets him apart as he now talks with his daughter, uh, which is such a cool wrinkle that they have in all of this, that his daughter was there at liftoff, and she's then the first voice that he talks to when he lands. That's a really, really special moment for them. But this is a guy who doesn't just do the sleight of hand stuff, but he's he tries to figure out what can the human body go through. When he was doing a podcast interview with Joe Rogan, it was like a two and a half hour interview. I mean, it was they went through all of it. Talking very calmly the whole time. You know what's funny? Isn't he the one who talks like that? That's his Chris Angel. That is no, that's David Blaine, and that's how he does like the pick any card. But he has moved away from that and now shows so much more personality. (laughs) Even in the lead up to this on YouTube. He was showing all sorts of personality, and uh, and on, on on Joe Rogan's podcast, he was up and down and laughing throughout it and all that. But he had Joe Rogan put an ice pick through his arm, right there. Oh. He just said he brought an ice pick, and he did that. He also swallowed. Uh, he drank, I think, ten like Aquafina bottles of water. No, and then swallowed a frog. <gasps> And then regurgitated it. And he said how he would normally do that, though, is not show you all of that. He would previously swallow all the water, drink all the water. Then he would swallow the frog. Yeah. And then at that point, he would uh, do a trick where someone, he he could get you to reference a frog somehow. Uh Uh-huh. And then, without you knowing that he had done any of that, he would regurgitate up the frog right in front of you, which is what (gasps) made made people say, like, oh, my gosh, this man is demon-possessed. How could you do that? Right. But it was just all of that prep. So now he gets into a helicopter and uh, and goes back to celebrate with the crew that he has worked with for so long. Really, really crazy. This is, yeah, this has been so Does this cool. make you want to skydive again, Tom? Yes, Come on. yes, if I had uh, the money. I wouldn't. <laughs> How much does it cost to do one jump? Um, well, it depends on what you're doing and where you're jumping. Like if you wanted to do a advanced free fall jump, like when you see people do a tandem jump, yeah, uh, where I came from, it was about a hundred and about a hundred and twenty bucks, hundred and fifty bucks, depending okay. on if you want a video of it. And oh sure, yeah. You know what's interesting? 
We live in Chaska. My mm -hmm. kids said that two times now they have seen someone coming down on a parachute. Oh, really? Do oh. you think that this is real? They're really oh, convinced yeah. of it. Yeah, is I there, mean, sure. Are we like a landing zone? We have a lot of farmland well, out there. No, you're in not, but if you're a licensed skydiver, you can jump anywhere you want to. Wow. Okay, so I guess I need to go Maybe apologize you have a drop for zone calling them dirty you. liars earlier. <laughs> uh, hey, when we come back, we will uh, get into a little Mandalorian talk. What's coming up? Season two of that. We'll break it down next. This holiday season, Peloton's got a gift for you. Get up to $200 off accessories with the purchase of a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. And take your workout to the next level with accessories like non-slip grip dumbbells, a heart rate monitor, cycling shoes, and more. Peloton, motivation that moves you. This limited time offer ends December 25th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.